Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights and we continue with Divine Experience Day 3. Yesterday we covered Jacob's first encounter with the Lord as he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Today we meet Jacob on his way to meet Esau after so many years of estrangement. Jacob had been a con and a master manipulator most of his life and at this point his past was threatening to catch up with him and in fear of Esau's wrath he engaged his old mind. In Genesis 32 from 22 to 31 says that he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants and his eleven sons and crossed over the ford of Jabok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Wow. Jacob, in his fear, decided to divide his household into two separate camps and send them ahead and remain alone so that if his brothers attacked him, his family would survive. That is what I'm thinking. So Jacob spent the night alone. And I'm thinking that Jacob had really not spent a night alone since Bethel when he had his encounter with the Lord. We see God visiting him for the second time in his moment of solitude when he is most exposed and vulnerable. This was the case with Moses and Jacob's first encounter. God had to get them alone before he could engage with them. Once alone, God could then command their attention. Then Jacob we know was always reliant on his own wits and schemes. He always seemed to have enough moves to get himself out of trouble. The Bible says that he wrestled with him until the breaking of day. You see, Jacob did not know how to give up. His determination to have his way in everything is evident, even in this struggle. It would be safe to say that it was his self-sufficiency 
that was struggling with God. And it wasn't until that was broken that he realized he actually needed something from God. He stretched his self-reliance as thin as it could go. He clung desperately until he realized that he had lost. This is an invaluable lesson for us today. That there is a level to which we cannot get. That there are certain divine experiences that we cannot experience until God has conquered our hearts. Sometimes we pray for things or pursue goals that mean so much to us. But it happens that they are outside of God's plan, outside of God's will. And like Jacob, it takes so long before we realize that we have been focusing on the wrong things all along. Jacob was so worried about his brother and what he could do to him that he didn't realize that what he needed was a different experience first before he could be delivered from his ugly worries. He needed an up-close engagement with God. He needed to be delivered from himself first, from his own self-will and self-reliance. He needed to have his carnal nature conquered by God first. And what followed was an admission by Jacob of his sinful nature. The scripture tells us that the angel asked him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. No, this was a name that had for so long been associated with treachery and deception. You know, when he was born and the people who were there at the place of birth called him Jacob because he came out holding the heel of his brother. The name Jacob means a heel snatcher. But he had to admit to his carnal nature before he could experience in fullness the divine experience that God was preparing for him. The Bible tells us that after this, the angel told him, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. You see, this was what God was preparing Jacob for. This was the turning point of his life. By losing, Jacob had won in his struggle. The Bible says that he blessed him there. He blessed him right there in his place of struggle. Right there where he had pleaded with God. In the same place where Jacob had sought the face of the Lord. And the Bible says that just as he had done at Bethel, Jacob set up a memorial of the place by naming it Peniel. We said yesterday that God's manifestation to his people carried their own evidence with them. And we have just read that beside the new name that Jacob was given, Jacob developed a limp on his hip. He had just gone through a life-defining transformation. And the memories and evidence of that divine experience would be with him for the rest of his life. This divine experience reshaped Jacob so that he could live into his destiny. He walked out of that encounter with unbounded blessings. And it's my prayer today that our hearts may desire to have an unending like this. That we may experience this intimate engagement with God until we are, until we are left 
permanently marked as his until we can confidently say that God has indeed conquered our hearts because there is no other way by which we can be aligned to God's plan than by this kind of divine experience, the kind of experience that leaves us transformed into vessels that are receptive, receptive of God's command. It's my prayer today. Shalom. This is Pastor Lucy Pinter with your daily insights. And this is Divine Experience Day 3.